What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Curriculum Podcast for Fall 2023. We are in week eight. Yeah, it's week eight. Week eight. Uh, I'm Warren. I've got Jenny here with me. What's up? And we are diving in. Last week, um, we heard from Nick Grounds on this podcast, going through Galatians Mm -hmm. 5, 1 through 15. Hope that went well for your guys' groups. Um, but this week we're going to be also in Galatians 5, but 5.16, and we're going to be bleeding into chapter 6 through verse 5. So, Jenny, do you want to give us a little rundown about what we're doing this week? Yeah, so I feel like this passage um, is kind of, uh, it's one of those that I get, feel like gets talked about frequently because it talks about the fruit of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got, you know, the things of the flesh, and then you've got the fruit of the Spirit. So I feel like that's kind of where we'll be yeah. a lot of this, but it's really the flesh versus Spirit conversation um yeah sweet so uh hopefully this is familiar to a lot of you guys um but i guess we can just dive right in then what um anything that you love stood out to you most um fired you up per se um also just want to backtrack if you haven't heard of the fruit of the spirit that's totally fine you're gonna get to learn about it this week no no it's totally fine you've got Um, two i said it too i was like oh this is a well-known passage but it may not be to you like i remember learning about the fruit of the spirit in college so let me rephrase that if this is the first time you're hearing about it totally fine that's on us we just have (laughs) we're we're both working or done with post-grad degrees in ministry (laughs) So this is just, yeah. Yeah. This one yeah. will, if you have, if this is your first time hearing about it, this will come up frequently <laughs> yes. because you'll get to hear about, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, all yes. those things. You'll probably memorize it at some point. Um, or if you haven't, <laughs> this is a great week to memorize Exactly. It. We're glad um, this will be your first time hearing it. Yeah. So, uh, things that get me fired up about this passage. Um, I think if we really took this passage to heart... Um, it would be a lot easier to see that we really are fighting a battle in the spiritual realm, um, which also kind of correlates to Ephesians 6, you know. Um, But if we really started joining with the Holy Spirit, um, we would be able to see a lot more freedom and just be able to draw closer to God because we would recognize, oh, these are the things that the Spirit, you know, list the fruits of the spirit. If that's, if you're seeing fruit from it, then that has to be from the spirit. Mm -hmm. And if you see anything opposite from that, then it's probably not of the Lord. Um, and so even being able to discern what is of the spirit and what is of the flesh really can help you see where the Lord is leading you, um, or where he wants to lead you. Um, so yeah, there's, Also, like you could say that with a lot of other passages in the Bible, like there are a lot of passages that will lead you to freedom. Um, So I want to encourage you to go find those. Like this isn't just a one-off, oh, this is the passage that you need to find freedom. Um, There are so many other passages um, that speak on that. Um, Like I kind of mentioned earlier, one of those that I'm thinking about is Ephesians 6, about putting on the armor of God, Um, Mm. which if you were in a core group last year, we learned about it in the fall semester last year. Um, so that's another thing to look back on, or if you weren't in a core group, I'm pretty sure that podcast is still up somewhere. Um, but you can read through it and go through that. Um, but yeah, sometimes it can feel impossible to overcome the things of the flesh with all the temptation around. Um, but it really is about retraining your mind to think of things of the Lord. Mm Um, one of the, I find that one of the things that Satan loves or like one of the times that Satan loves to attack is right before you go to bed because you're kind of not thinking about anything. Maybe this is just 
me, but I feel like I've talked to other people that deal with this. Um, but it's like right before you go to bed, there's you, you're trying to go to sleep. So you're yeah. not thinking about much or maybe your mind is racing. I don't know. Some people right. think about yeah. a lot before bed. Um, but I find that's a, a lot of times when temptation creeps in to just think in pure thoughts or kind of go on this daydream about something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, feel, I find that's really easy to fall into that. Um, and so, yeah, one of the things that I've been doing recently is just reciting scripture before I go to bed. Like cool. if those things come into my mind, you really like, I, I'm trying to retrain my mind to think of the things of the Lord. Yeah. Um, sometimes I start in Genesis and just literally like, it doesn't have to be scripture that relates to what I'm struggling with. Like yeah. it really is just scripture. Like yeah. the word of the Lord is so powerful. And so, um, I found that just, you know, starting from Genesis and going to mm. Revelation, seeing what I memorize in there, or what I know, and just saying that over myself. Yeah. Um, so rewiring your brain mm. takes a lot of work. For but, sure. But, you know, I think if we can um, think about the things of the Lord, then, you know, it's easier to fight the battle of yeah. the flesh. So. I In high school, I came back to this passage a lot because this is where I was kind of at this point in my life was like, really trying to take my faith for my own rather than this whole idea of that Christianity was a Sunday religion pretty much. Um, And really, I think a lot of this period of it, I would continue to come back to here when I would like, just as I grew deeper and deeper with the Lord, I would look at more of these qualities and I was like, okay, I'm seeing more of myself here. Or Mm -hmm. like my mentors or my friends around me are like, hey, how are you seeing these fruit in me? And I feel like this is like a really cool passage to even like encourage one another in your group. Yeah. It could be a really cool thing to do. And like, even for me, like as I saw them more and more, it was like a, like I had, I don't know, there was just like this abundance of joy and even like praise for the Lord because I was like seeing like mm-hmm. tan, like, yeah, tangibly like the work of the Lord within me. And I thought it was really cool. And I don't know, it could be a cool thing to express and talk about in groups this week. Yeah. Yeah. That would be really cool to even point out, like just have a time of encouragement. I remember, yeah one time, like one year, my core group, we just had a group where we just encouraged each other. Like we went around and we were like, we see this quality of the Lord in you. We see this and this. Um, and it was just so cool. Um, so maybe you want to spend your time in group or take the last, I don't know, however long in group and just encourage each other and be like, Hey, this is what I see in you. Um, so that could be a fun thing to do, but that's really awesome. Cool. Uh, I guess we can go into like how does this passage kind of apply to campus? Any themes that apply to campus or how does it speak to college students even? Yeah, I feel like this is kind of easy to correlate, you know, the world with the flesh Mm -hmm. and, you know, the spirit with heaven and things that are of that. Um, I want to be cautious by, you know, directly relating, oh, everything Mm -hmm. on campus is things of the flesh and that's all bad because I do think that, there are some qualities on campus that are good. Yeah. Um, I remember even just seeing people help each other out um, or just being there for each other. Like in the dorms, there are people who really cared for each other well, but they didn't know the Lord. Like one of the girls that I worked with when I was an RA, she was one of the kindest people I ever met. She was very servant-hearted, but she didn't know the Lord. She grew up um, in a Hindu household, and so mm-hmm. they kind of... I don't really know a ton about that religion, but um, she just seemed to be really servant-hearted and really cared about other people. Mm. So I want to be very cautious and say, like, it's not just 
you, yeah. you can't see these qualities in people who don't know the Lord because yeah. we are all made in the image of God. And so mm-hmm. there is going to be some aspect of him in every person. Yeah. But with that, the Bible is very clear about the things of the world that are that lead to death. And so um, I think a lot of that plays out in the college campus with the desires of the flesh. I mean, yeah. I think we see a lot of drunkenness. We see a lot of sexual morality. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of idolatry, hatred, jealousy. Um, you can go on and on, but that's kind of what Paul talks about, um, leading before talking about the fruit of the spirit. Um, but as followers of Christ, we have the Holy spirit and we Mm. bring that with us everywhere we go. Um, the spirit lives in us. He goes with us all the time. And so we can bring a different perspective and new way of life to those living in the world, um, and living of the flesh. So Mm -hmm. it's different and people do take notice because, you know, it's just so outside of what people are used yeah. to. Like people used, like are so used to hearing, oh, I'm going to go live the college life. And that mm-hmm. is associated with drinking and getting drunk yeah. and living life as best as you can, right. quote unquote, um, of just, you know, trying as many things as you can, trying drugs, trying sleeping with people. Mm-hmm. Um but I think we we have learned in the Christian life and we know that that's not what leads to life. That actually leads yeah. to death. And that's not, most people come out of it and they're like, I mean, yeah, there were some good times, but <laughs> like, you know, it also led to a lot of tricky situations. Right. Um, so, yeah. No, that's good. I think it even like makes me like think of the conversation about um, just as we are like active on campus as Christians and like, bearing the fruits of the spirit even like it becomes evident that there is something like different about Mm -hmm. us that like hopefully the campus recognizes and i've like we've seen at least in my years here i've like heard of people like asking questions like there's something different about you and like want to know and i think that's so cool and Mm -hmm. think like a really practical way like how the fruits of the spirit do apply to campus is like though our lifestyle is just so different and it I'm thinking, gosh, what's that one quote? I feel like I just see it in Instagram bios more than anything. (laughs) It's like the preach the gospel, preach the gospel, use words when necessary. Yes. Yes. Mike Donahue would always talk about this. Yes. This is his quote that he loved to say. Right. Preach the gospel always and if necessary, use words. Um, And yeah, I just want to encourage you, like, this is probably, people aren't going to be like, Right away, they just met you and be like, right. something's different something's about different. you. Sometimes it happens. Maybe, yeah. But most of the time, it's through doing life with them, yeah. studying with them, living with them, yeah. whatever it is that you may be doing. Um, just like hanging out with them that they're like, oh, they they pick up on things. They're like, oh, why don't you do this? Why yeah. aren't you focused on this? Mm-hmm. Why do you go to Synergy every Thursday? Yeah. Like, why do you go up your Thursday nights to go do this? Or, right. Um, why do you give up other nights of the week to go study the Bible? Um, so people will notice, but it may take time. So if that hasn't happened, you don't be like, oh, people don't notice something different about me. I must not be living in spirit. Like, it's okay. Sometimes it takes time. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess then do we, I feel like we already talked a little bit about red flags, but uh, are there any other ones you want to bring up? Anything you also want to mention in that regard that might um, come up from studying this passage? I think one that we didn't really talk about is, um, I think this might be in the start of the chapter six passage, but bearing each other's burdens. Um, I think a lot of people can take that to mean, 
oh, well, I have to take on the burdens of everyone else. That's Mm. how I can help people is by bearing their burdens. But really, there's only like a few that we are to help with. We can't help with all of everyone's burdens. Mm. Um, Also, when you try to do this, like you're trying to fill the role of Jesus. Only yeah. Jesus can take on everyone's burdens, um, and that's what He did on the cross. So, yeah. we are not able to do that. <laughs> um, but sometimes bearing each other's burdens can look like okay, they're really struggling uh, in whatever regard. Maybe I can take a meal to them, or maybe I can help them clean their room today, or maybe um, just doing like an act of service for someone. Yeah, um, I think we see that in. Uh, Acts 11, where uh, there was a famine in Judea, and they the uh, they send the what are they called? Um, I the disciples. I don't really know the people who are going to Judea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They send food with them to help with the famine, um, and so that's kind of like the see a need, meet a need type mm. of thing. Like you can help bear the burden and take that away from them. Um, well, obviously, there's things that they have to deal with on their own yeah. with the Lord, but you can be the hands and feet of Jesus in some mm. ways. No, I think that's, yeah. Sorry, I'm also reading. I don't know why <laughs> okay. I'm reading. I just zoned out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I think that is a cool thing that can be brought up in groups um, to even, yeah, and even just something for you guys as leaders to kind of think about and if... Yeah, I'm so sorry. What am I doing? How <laughs> it's do been I, a long uh, day. It's great. Um, no. <laughs> Lovely. Great. Well, we can kind of wrap up. Um, kind of thinking. Do you have any key takeaways? Any like good applications that you think leaders could bring up? Yeah, I think um, I kind of just want to challenge y'all to think about how you're choosing to live in accordance with the spirit and not the flesh. Like, are you in an accountability group? Are you in prayer? Mm-hmm. Are you? How are you inviting the Holy Spirit in and asking to partner with him? Just like thinking of those questions. And if you're not in an accountability group or not have, if sorry, words, if you can't, if you don't have accountability in your life, mm-hmm. um, talk to your core group leader. And if yeah. you are a core group leader, maybe talk to um, your staff care group mm-hmm. leader um, and just kind of figure out what it looks like to be in accountability. I think that can be a word that's thrown out in Christian circles a lot that yeah. you know not everyone may understand. For sure. um, so what does it look like to um, yeah, just be accountable to yeah. being in prayer and being in the word every day? For sure. I think that's great. I feel like it's a good ending place. Yeah. Um, any last words? Just say, go in boldness. <laughs> go in boldness. Great. Sweet. Um, well, thank you guys for listening. We hope um, this kind of prepares you well for this week. Uh, we are praying for you, and we hope that your guys' groups have some good conversation and good fruit. We'll see you guys later. Bye, y'all.